Welcome to Empowered Mind Body Inspiration. The mind is the map to wholeness, wellness, health. The heart is the key to genius and inspiration. Join me and my guests as we explore how to release and rewire into who you truly are unique, whole, and empowered. Please like, share, and subscribe. Spiral up, spiral out. Welcome, everyone. Today we have Sifa Rubia, who discovered the benefits of Tai Chi and Qigong as a way to heal herself. It is her mission to share these ancient healing practices with others, giving them the tools to maintain health, rejuvenate, and recapture youthful essence. Welcome, Robia. Hi, thank you for having me. So happy to have you. So, hun, share with us when, you know, when and how you decided that Tai Chi and Qigong were going to be your healing methods, and then we'll go into what they're all about. Sure. Well, I feel that these types of things um, find you. Uh, I had a pretty um, consistent yoga practice and um, did some teacher trainings here in LA and uh, was kind of on that path. And um, long story short, I had a, a miscarriage and my yoga practice was affecting my back after the miscarriage. So there were some issues with my pelvis there that I couldn't, you know, figure out. And um, the school where I I was doing yoga and training in yoga also had a Tai Chi and Qigong program. And so once I got to a point with my back where I could actually stand up because I I was basically almost paralyzed, I couldn't move. Uh, So once I could get standing again, I went to a Qigong class. And I found some relief there. So it was just nice to be able to move, uh, whereas I I hadn't been moving for a long time. And when you're in movement, you miss moving. You don't like being stagnant. So I found this, um, uh, this, this class and I started practicing very consistently, three, four times, even more, five times a week for three solid months. And... I built a lot of inner strength that supported my my structure and it just it just started shifting everything internally for me and uh, from there I discovered a tai chi practice and started moving some of that really nice internal energy that I was building up through my qigong practice and the rest is kind of history you know that was 15 years ago and I've been teaching for now close to 11, I did a teacher training in, in, in Tai Chi and um, was signed off to, to teach by the school's teacher or master and kind of been sharing the work for, for this, you know, this time. So it was really uh, a discovery of um, he, for healing, you know, uh, structural he- healing, physical healing, but it ended up uh, being something something else there are a lot of beautiful 
storylines to Tai Chi that uh, relate to, you know, just everyday life and the chaos of life and how to kind of soften into your life as opposed to fighting the the currents all the time. So uh, Tai Chi brought that out in me for, you know, ongoing healing and just ongoing stress management and, again, navigating the everyday chaos of, of life. So mm. I'm... Yeah, I'm here to share share that work now and and share the experience and um, yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah. So you know, tell us that would be wonderful to start with telling us some of the some of those stories that help you navigate and how it's even incorporated into the movement because. So I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can speak about it. It's, it's just more interesting when you're doing it at the same time. Of course. Um, So to, uh, I don't want to get too lost in, into that without having the movements present, but an example is um, there's a movement called uh, grasping sparrow's tail or parting the horse's mane. And so this movement uh, it requires a stable, a stable lower body, a very rooted lower body, uh, a soft waist to guide the movement, and an extension expression of the arms. That that basically, it's a splitting movement. So your arms are pulling away from each other, and you're actually feeling like you're you're releasing something. You're letting go. You're you're lovingly letting go whatever you were holding on to. So uh, that's an example of, uh, you know, movement, energy matter meeting, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like how you're describing the weighted grounded movement or, or stance in the legs, right? Which helps. Absolutely. So yeah, a rooted stance in these types of practices is is very important. I mean, our lower body is our deeper connection to to the earth. So cultivating that is, you know, it's in, it's important to feel rooted and feel grounded. And then your waist is kind of like that middle point, your cauldron, where you keep you keep that energy concentrated and flowing and then the upper body is is that higher expression or that um that that divine expression that's that's a little more fluid and and um how do i explain well it yeah and it allows for the release because it is fluid yeah so literally from the ground up yeah yeah. And we forget often, don't we? We're in our minds and mm-hmm. that fight or flight and mm-hmm. not grounded. So mm-hmm. it, I, it, it sounds like a lovely movement. It, it's a beautiful, it's definitely a beautiful practice. It doesn't, it doesn't, it didn't happen for me personally overnight. That's something that's, that I consistently have to work on to stay grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, in the world that we live in now, that's just con- consistently trying to pull us out of ourselves and into a controlled state, having these types of practices that, that, ground you that you feel safe in that belongs to you that is untouchable by anything or anyone else 
it's it's a beautiful place to be when you have your your own little garden that you can come back to and and feel feel centered feel safe safe feel confident um feel in in union and yoga with with your your higher self the higher power that you you connect with and all of that stuff so these types of practices um enable that experience uh, through your your human human experience right and so important today like you say we're so pulled and mm-hmm. A lot of there's a, there has been a lot of fear, and it's so important to come back to this centered state and this empowered listening state that, like you say, is connected to our essence and our inner self and our higher knowing. Absolutely, and it's there. We all we all have it. it it's all it's that it's where we come from. We're made of stardust, you know. Like we're it, it's. It belongs to us already. And so it's just tapping back into it. Yeah. And for, for me personally, the these tools and these modalities have been uh, the place where I've I've been able to do that. And that that's that's found through any kind of artistic endeavor. Any artist will tell you this is this is my God space. This is where I feel whole. This is where, you know, my something else is speaking through me and this is where I feel grounded. So any kind of art form where you can just allow something else to move through you is, is a good place to start. For me, it's been through, through movement. Um, And for, for someone else, it'll be through, through music, through art, through, through craft, through poetry. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost like uh, a walking meditation, isn't it? Like, a, mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. Tell us the difference between Tai Chi and Qigong. I was just speaking yesterday with a student um, about that. So they, they, they belong to each other. So Qigong in its, its simplest form, it means chi prana life force so that internal that vibration that that permeates through every living organism and then gong simply means to cultivate to work to toil to you know when you work at something you're 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 enhancing it so qigong is your chi work your prana work and uh, tai chi is better known as the martial expression of a qigong practice so um tai chi is is a martial art it's it's the grand ultimate it's 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 where people transition mostly from their kung fu practice into their tai chi practice and and really start mastering their their energy field and energy body and all of these you know higher higher sources of energy work and tai chi here in the west is mostly expressed uh, as a moving meditation and it's beautiful it works for many healing purposes for mobility from arthritis pain it helps with balance and proprioception digestion um you know uh, improved sleep anytime you you get your breath and your body moving you're you're soothing your nervous system 
So you're bringing back your your body to a state of of self repair, of, of self healing. So this is one of the the ways that that you can get there through through a tai chi practice, and or and or a qigong practice. Right. So you started with Tai Chi because you could you could do it standing up. That was your main... I, I started with Qigong. Actually. Oh, you did. Okay. Qigong. Yeah. Qigong and really Qigong is where I, I really started building those those deep roots that you you push into the earth from your from your body. So that's that's where I built my strength to to heal my back and and get get everything kind of realigned and dealing with the loss. I mean, a lot of a miscarriage is, is, is a loss. It's not an uncommon occurrence at all, but it, it is, it's a loss and it stays in your body. And, and uh, it helped me not only on the physical level, but the, the level of, of what the loss was and, and accepting that and moving on from that. Right. Because often loss, you have to let it flow through you in mm-hmm. order to really heal it. So, yeah, yeah, I can imagine there would be some times of, you know, deep sadness that flowed um, through. Oh, my gosh. The, the tears, the tears on that floor. <laughs> but that's that's how we that's how we heal. You know, it's something it's moving through you. And it's it's just important to realize that it's moving through you it's it doesn't need to stay within you so allowing the emotions to flood flood you accept them see them and then let them move let them move on yeah and do you feel that a lot of you know the back pain was connected to that deep sadness or loss oh absolutely (laughs) i mean yeah yeah yeah, because we're we're um, a teacher once told me a long time ago during class, not me personally, but they said it during class that our bodies are crystallized emotions. Mm-hmm. So when we're having pains in certain areas, look at the emotional body. Look at you know what's going on in your life that that might be in your conscious and maybe in your subconscious. So really tapping into, to the emotions of what's going on with you and, and start, you know, breathing through the discomfort of what's happening on the physical level. Yeah. Because those emotions get stuck in Mm -hmm. our, in Mm -hmm. our energetic body too, don't they? They do. Yeah. So, you know, to mask it or cover it up with uh, with painkillers is is really not going to move it or change it. The only way is to deal with it. And it, it sounds like a wonderful way to just help it start to move and allow it to unfold. It's 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 one way, absolutely. Again, you're we're responsible for for the work. You know, nothing happens by by magic we can we can help things along through you know prayer and mindfulness but the the actual work has to come from from action you know you need yeah. to actively you know wake up every morning and make decisions and make choices so 
Yeah. A desire to change and it's just a desire to grow it's, from the pain, right? There's one that has to be greater than the other. At the end of the day, you have to want, you, you have to want health and wellness more than the alternative. Mm, exactly. You have to want it that much more. Yeah. And so how long did it take, you know, you were, you were in a lot of pain when you started Shigong. Did, mm-hmm. did it take very long before you could see your way out? So that's a good question because what was happening with my back was chronic. So it would go out for like sometimes months at a time. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then I would find some relief and then I would go back out again. So I did that went on for at least a year maybe longer. And then with the Qigong, it, what happened is that the healing uh, started becoming shorter. So it still like went out as I I started training, but then my healing time period shortened every single time. And then I, if I, if I remember correctly, it probably took me about two years before I actually didn't fear, didn't have the fear in me because when you're, when you get injured, then you, you fear getting injured again. And that fear will stop you from completely healing. So it took me about two years to, to get like the fear out of me where then a year after that, I was like, Oh, I haven't even thought about it Mm -hmm. (laughs) for for a long time. So going through that, those stages of, of healing, um, it requires time. It required me that that long. I mean, I could, uh, I guess, after six to nine months, I could feel like um, because the, the 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 healing phases were shorter. Like I wasn't as afraid. I would be like, okay, you know, it's it's uncomfortable right now again, but I know I'll be okay in five days. Mm-hmm. As I'm doing this work, like there's no more fear of, oh my gosh, how long is this going to be out for again? So in, in that sense, it was like a progression that that happened over two years. And then at the two-year mark, I really started releasing the fear because I felt at some point like, oh, now I'm just fearful. I'm going to hurt myself again. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm strong. I've built the strength. I've built, you know, the, the, the strength and the, the, the self, the self-confidence that I know how to, that I have a place to go back to, to, to heal mm-hmm. if something happens again. So I built that security for myself. Yeah, it's interesting how fear keeps you in the loop, (laughs) right? You're almost drawing the experience back in again. (laughs) Exactly, exactly, (laughs) exactly. And we were talking about opposite forces earlier. The two opposite forces in in life are love and fear. That's Mm -hmm. it. So you're either Mm -hmm. in one or the other. Yeah. And, and was that something you learned along the way? I wanted you just to share some of your favorite things that you learned as you moved through. Yeah, I mean, yes, absolutely. Everything that I speak of today is from is from that source. It's from that place of of taking the time to heal mindfully. You know, when you when you want to heal and when you want to be better and do better for yourself and and you want to release the trauma, you want to release the the discomforts, you know, the the toxicity that you become toxic when when you're unhealed. So um 
for, for me, the, the place that I, I come back to is my, my practice. You know, I, I went maybe a year without practicing when I was going through a divorce, but I still practice in my mind. So I could still feel the movement in my mind, even though like the depression in my body wouldn't allow me to do the movements. I still was doing my Tai Chi in my mind. And I, but I accepted that for myself. I realized like I'm going through something really heavy right now. I'm just going to allow myself to be in it. And, and I did, and it took me about a good year and a half, two years to get, you know, the first year was really bad. And then after that, you just, you start pulling yourself back up and out. And then I started practicing again and you, you come back to, you come back to again, that, that place that you've, you've built within yourself, that place of, of security, of self-love, of, uh, of nurture, um, you become everything that you are, you were out looking for on, on the outside of yourself, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've become that for myself. And when you do that for yourself, there's, you just like, nobody can mess with you. <laughs> And I'm not saying that in, in, in an arrogant way at all. You just become so solid in who you are that there's nothing that can really move you. And you just know how to soften and go with the flow and just wait and create pause in your life for, for, for other things to, to come through or for things to move through or change, whatever it is. But you're you're solid in who you are to allow that to happen right and allowing that pause is part of self-love isn't it just knowing that you need that time instead of forcing it for exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah be in the pause some of uh, one of the things i say in class often is there's every movement every movement has a beginning, a middle, and an end, a birth, a life, and a death. And everything that's magical happens in the middle and happens in, in, in the pause and in the, in the, in the slower moving part of it. And there, there comes a time where you're going to have to release it and let it go. And in that release, there's something else that comes anew and then it could, the flow continues. So you're always in this ebb and flow. And through Tai Chi, you learn that in a physical way. And then that translates outside of yourself. It translates through your life. That's the beauty. That, that's what became the beauty of this practice for me personally. Right. So to experience pause, ebb, and flow as a normal part of life. Can you, can you talk about that more with Tai Chi? Uh, well, I mean... Uh, yeah, I I feel like I <laughs> I feel like I don't I I wouldn't know how to express it more than 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 I just did. It's really it's allowing it's allowing the movements to integrate, and then translating it into your everyday life. But that only came through through awareness in what I was doing 
and allowing it to the movement to translate into the bigger picture so taking if we take the the movement as the micro and then the expansion of how it translates into how you you start moving differently through life as the macro mm-hmm. um again it's difficult to describe when we're not doing movements and I'm not sharing the story of of these movements but you know there's um I have online courses that are available and so it's it's a lot more accessible than than it was once upon a time before technology you know you could you had to go and find a tai chi class uh, but now with technology everything is out there and available um I guess the key is to start you know, the, the movements are simple. The sequence, you know, is, is short and, and, and it can be repetitive, but the repetition is where you find the healing. The repetition of what is familiar is what starts, you know, it, it, things become second nature and, and it's really diving into um. The, the repetition of it. I don't know how to explain repetition more than that in the sense that it may seem like, oh, I, I keep doing the same thing, but you're really doing the same thing to stop doing the same thing, if that makes sense, to no longer be doing the same thing, for it to become its own self within you. And so it's it's no longer part of you, and it's just an extension of what you're putting out into the world there's an extension of the, the art form is what I'm trying to share. Yeah. So it becomes integrated right into your, into your soul really, or your exactly your energy. Yeah. 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 So that you almost don't have to think the same, right. And repetition does that. Repetition will, will do that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, you, if you're doing the same yoga sequence or you're doing the same, you know, Tai Chi sequence, whatever you're doing in a repetitive motion is just refining a part of your energy, right? So be afraid of the person who's done the same kick a million times than the person who's done a million different kicks. Right. right. <laughs> so it's kind yeah. of that kind of energy. Yeah. And, you know, um, I, as a dancer, I, I love repetition. I love making it part of like to the point where you don't have to think where it's really part of you. You're in a flow. You're in a yeah. whole other flow state. Yeah. It's a beautiful feeling. Mm-hmm. It, it takes a while to get there. And often people get bored, right? They want something more. I mean, even I remember trying to tell my girls how important repetition was when they were mm-hmm. learning a new sport even. Yep. And they wanted the excitement of something new. And, you know, so it's, it's That's that, a challenge for this generation. It Absolutely. is. Yes. The, but it's huge. But repetition allows that grounding. There's something about it that allows a grounding and a knowing that can't come from any any other. That's you yeah. know exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> you know exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's it's transcendent. It becomes transcendent, and then you're yeah. then you're tapping into the meditation. You're tapping into your higher self. You're tapping into that divine, literally a divine connection. So if you don't do the repetition, you're you're 
your Bible, you'll never get to, you'll never get to that space. So you have to do repetition. And this generation is just, everything is a distraction. Mm-hmm. People, everything is a distraction. It's formulated to distract you. It's formulated to not um, make those um, synapses happen and connections happen in your brain. It's, it's, it's all designed for it. So um, the key is to pull back and, and share these types of modality, anything that, you know, is, it has movement that's repeti- repetitive, art form, focus. Yeah. Art, martial arts is really good for, for focus. For yeah. Time. So even anyone listening that has kids that are having trouble with that focus, it would be great for, to get them into that, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was having a, a, a talk with one of my one of my teachers. This was a little while back, and he's been teaching for 30, 40 years. So he's seen the progression and the the decline of the the human focus, the human mind, essentially. And he, he's like, I've had to adapt my teaching to to children who who can't focus like it's 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 difficult even for for teachers to to deal with right because yeah they yeah and then if they get bored they just quit so that's not helpful (laughs) that's not helpful either I mean quitting can be a sign of you know there's some there's a spark that didn't happen I feel like when when there's a spark that they'll be it'll be less difficult um but it's it's allowing something the proper chance as well to to create a spark yeah i it's we're in a tough place kids coming up now it's they're they're in a tough place yeah but i think i think sport in general and the martial arts would be a great place to get kids more focused any kind of movement there's a Iyengar says it's through our body that you realize that you're a spark of divinity. And mm-hmm. I, I believe that thoroughly. It's it's through our body that we oh, it's through my body that I've I've come to that realization for myself. And I can't speak for others, but I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> you know, my athletes yeah. and, and dancers, martial artists, um, anything that involves using your body. And it's often where you feel that flow and that connection. So, yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Where with, with no uh, with no needs for for any outside source, you know, like drugs or anything like that. Because <laughs> you can you can find those connections, but you know, by by very unhealthy ways. Mm-hmm. Through movement, it's you can get there. You can get to that high through through movement right because there there really is no easy way is there <laughs> There's, mm-hmm. you know <laughs> drugs you know people mm-hmm. or drugs are going are very they're almost a distraction in themselves i mean toxic self-destructive you know like that's that's another thing like that's i've i've dealt with uh not alcohol addiction, but I think cigarettes are even greater. You know, that's, that's kind of like the insidious addiction because it's so, 
it doesn't alter your your state of mind, but it alters your your chemistry in such a way that you're you're addicted to it, and it's very hard to stop. Uh, but you go through, yeah, you have to go through that that process as well when you are addicted to something. It's yeah, yeah. That's a whole other conversation to come out the <laughs> other end. Well, it it in itself it stops you from being grounded. Oh yeah. So it's yeah. So right there, it's it's trouble. <laughs> so you you do you teach Iron Shirt Chudong or? So the so I, I teach a classical. Uh, there's a it's a classical yang Tai Chi form, and then a I an Iron Shirt. Qigong uh, that I've been trained in, but I teach it more as a grounding practice because the iron iron shirt is it's literally an iron shirt. So you're you're building from you're building your chi from the marrow, <laughs> from marrow, marrow outward. So you're building like a sheath of, of steel. Your skin becomes like steel. So, but that's that's in a very advanced practice, but I've taken some of those same movements and I've just translated them into a more grounding practice and something a little more accessible where the goal is not to make your skin into a, you know, a plate of steel. So um, those are, those are for like highly, highly trained martial artists, uh, which is, which is fine. That's, yeah. you can get there. It's just that that's not my intention to, to share that work with you. So, um, so s- some of those movements that, that I have on my online courses are from that sequence, but they're presented in, I present it as a Qigong for grounding practice because it, it is a very grounding, grounding practice. Yeah. So why don't why don't you tell us how people can find more of what you do and what they can access? Sure. Yeah. Sure. So um, there, I have an online platform, and you can reach uh, you can reach these courses through um, a site called Tai Chi Wellness Online. So T A I C H I W E L L N E S S dot online and there's you know there's a bio on me there there's um uh, a link to all of you know numerous podcasts that i've done and then there's courses there so there's um a free course that i like to offer to uh, podcast listeners and it's it is called short qigong sequence so you have uh four really beautiful grounding qigong movements that that are there and you also have um i think a a nice little tapping tapping warm-up so you're activating your your energy meridians and it really really wakes you up so it's a beautiful short little practice so that is that i'm offering for free and when you go through the sign-on process you can enter the vip code free chi and then you'll have that for uh, you'll have free access to that course so free chief f-r-e-e-q-i for for that and then there's a tai chi course on there that's tai chi fundamentals which gives you a really beautiful short young family style sequence 
And those are um, chapters that are split up into like eight minutes or less. So you really build uh, one movement after another. And um, it's a beautiful little practice there as well. And everything's on a sliding scale. So uh, I try to make it as accessible for for everyone. Yeah. So you oh, can wonderful. find yeah. yeah. So if anyone resonates, they should definitely do that. I think I will too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm sure you'll have everything in your show notes. So I'll, I'll yes. And everything. Yeah, if you provide all the links, I'll put them in. And I love the eight minutes, you know, <laughs> easy, easy little segments. And they, again, they all build upon each other. And by the end, you really leave feeling confident and you have, you have this complete little Tai Chi sequence that you leave with. It's yeah. And you have all the fundamentals there. So engaging the waste, grounding, grounding into the, the earth, engaging the waste, um, you know, really understanding how to move through space in a different, in a different way. Yeah. How wonderful. Thank you so much, Rubia. I You're really welcome. That. Thank you. Thank you, Jane, for having me on. It was nice meeting you. And for everyone out there, don't forget, don't give away your power to anyone else. Be the creator of your own life. Spiral up. Spiral and remember, up. don't give away your power to anyone else. Be the creator of your own life. You can find more inspiring episodes on 14 different platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, and EmpoweredHealth.com. Be a part of Thrive Tribes. Be the change in Thrivolution at ThriveTribeHub.com. And join me and my fellow changemakers at Health Tribe, Body, Mind, and Soul on Facebook. Spiral up, spiral out.